to Moen Friends Get Random, and it is definitely random today because uh, we have, uh, well, we had four people. Hannah is going to be popping in at some point, uh, but we have Eleanor in the house, and we have another special guest today. Mr. Andre Gower is back on the show. Andre, how are you today, Moen Frere? Uh, I, today, I am okay. I'm You're, feeling pretty good. So it's, it? uh, yeah, it's uh, doing well. So, you know, this whole... I can't remember the last time we we spoke. I was trying to remember what it was. It's been it's been a little it's bit. It's been a but, while. Uh, um, uh, back to the old studio. It was uh, God, I want to say over a year ago at least. It had to have been. Was um, it over a year? Yeah, okay, almost, so, a, almost a year. Almost a year. At almost, least uh, yeah. has to have been uh, around Halloween time, probably last year. Um, okay, so I not too say. long. So yeah. it's good. Yeah, it's been. So, yeah. So no, feeling good. You know, this year as we spoke, you know, last time if we you know hung out in October was. Um, uh, you know, this has been a weird, or not a weird year. It's been an eventful year for me, uh, you know, with all the things that happened and uh, almost uh, checking out due to uh, a out-of-the-blue random massive heart attack last July. So right. it's been... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so that's the that's the update, Eleanor. How are you? Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Well, welcome, welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, that, that actually uh, happened last year. So it's... Um, it's been an interesting year getting through that and uh, uh, being, uh, you know, having that experience in your rear view um, uh, is good because that means you didn't uh, check out. If it's in your rear view, then you're good. Oh my God, that must have been terrifying. Uh, the, uh, it, 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 it's, it's terrifying after. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, wait, what just happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but you know, like I said, it's in your rear view. But uh, for a while, it rides it, it rides in the back seat and shotgun for a little bit because it's always with you <laughs> until until you get past that kind of you know little little uh, you know, unsteady uh, phase. But uh, it feels pretty good, and uh, I'm doing okay. Well, that's good. Uh, Hannah, can, can can we hear you now? Let's see. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! All right! <laughs> awesome. Hannah's checked in, people. Great. This was gonna be awkward because I had a bunch of stuff that involved her. And it would have been weird if I couldn't have her on and talking and then doing the stuff here. So, all right. Yeah. Uh, so this is all because I have this new set up because I have a home studio now and a business and people come here to record. And my husband took my laptop, which was all set up with everything because my son needs to play at Granny's. Ah. So I have this crappy little laptop and everything is not right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but I'm well, here now. <laughs> good. And we're going to make this work. Today, we are talking about soundtracks and you know, music to, the, to these soundtracks and, and, and the best ones that I could think of. And uh, Andre has picked one of the best soundtracks of all time. And, and uh, Andre, which soundtrack would that be? Oh, well, when you asked me, you know, like it's going to be about soundtracks, I was like, there's a lot. Yeah. There, there are some really good soundtracks. Yeah. yeah. And I'll get to my choice. I know you asked my answer. Well, no, no, good. But, uh, you know, there's so many things, you know, come, you know, through whether they're intentional soundtracks or unintentional. Sound- you know, because movies are different. Sometimes movies are made around, you know, certain themes or, right. you know, the composer puts score in. The score is different than soundtrack, as we all know. Uh, but, you know, one of the issues, like, look, American Graffiti has a fantastic soundtrack. Yes. Uh, but George Lucas wrote that script with a song in mind for every scene mm. and so and that song's playing in the background because that's genius because that whole movie takes place with the radio station and always in the background which right. is a neat idea and 
So that's, I mean, American Graffiti almost was a pick. It was almost there. Nice. Uh, but then, see, I went through a, 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 not a phase, because, you know, I'm an 80s kid. And of course. The 50s were only a few years prior to my childhood. Right. And that's, you know, we always have about a 25-year resurgence of nostalgia and stuff that we're going through now with 80s and early 90s stuff. Right. And so the 50s were very big when I was a kid. And my parents were that age and loved 50s music. And so, look, Stand By Me's got a great soundtrack. Dirty Dancing's got a great soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, you can talk about horror and John Carpenter, all this crazy synth stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Those, right, are, right. those are great. Um, I gravitate towards, you know, different stuff. So it was tough. But, uh, it, you know, a lot of people think it's interesting when they ask me, like, my go-to movies or my favorite movies. And, that, you know, I stump podcast hosts <laughs> Uh, with like my three top go-to movies that have to do with music. Right. Uh, I'll start with the letter P and they all have to do with music. And they're, they couldn't be any more disconnected <laughs> than, uh, than, than, than possible. And one is the George Strait movie, Pure Country. Oh my God. I haven't heard about that movie in a long time. Long oh, time. it's great. I love this. I love this movie. I, I, I love that it's my little gem that no one remembers it. <laughs> um, it's a good soundtrack. Yes. Uh, and then, ironically, an uh, old friend of mine's dad was the compo- is the, the composer on that movie. Oh, wow. Steve, uh, Steven Dorff's dad, Steve, oh, did that soundtrack. Nice. And ironically, Steve Dorff, the composer, the first job he had in Hollywood was a movie that I did when I was five. So it's this whole world kind of world. <laughs> nice. uh, it was a movie with Bruce Davison and uh, Bruno Kirby. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, about this little Texas kind of criminal guy. It was great. Uh, but Pure Country. And then... I, I have no, Hannah, I have no problem admitting that Pitch Perfect is one of my favorite movies. Oh, Pitch Perfect! You couldn't get any more about music and a great soundtrack spanning spanning the, uh, the, the eras. But my ultimate all-around, one of my all-around go-to films by itself, it's definitely one of my all-time soundtracks. I just listened to it in the car driving. Nice. Is none other than Purple Rain. Oh, I almost picked that. I almost chose that one. (laughs) Purple Rain. We can share it, Hannah. We can share (laughs) it. There you go. Yeah. Purple Rain was one of my go-tos growing up too, man. I, I Prince has always been one of my favorite artists, like bar mm-hmm. none, man. Like I don't care what anybody says. Even later, Prince was great to me. Like, oh. but, but Purple Rain, and at the time when he was, you know, he was hanging out with, uh, uh, you know, Morris Day in the time. You know what oh. I mean? Like that. That was my favorite era of Prince, man. I, I he could do no wrong in my eyes. Like that. That whole uh, Purple Rain era. Uh, uh, oh. You know. Um, uh, uh, raspberry beret, all that good stuff was that was my favorite, you know, genre or era of Prince, you know. Era, was, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just so innovative and the symbol stuff weirded me out a little bit, but the other the, than that, yeah, was, but, <laughs> he, hey, you know what? He was totally right. He was, yeah. You know, yeah. he was totally right. He, he was, and he was one of the he was one of the first people to call it out and um, you know set the path for a lot of other artists. He did, but um, yeah, what a great era and just. I have a feeling Hannah and Eleanor aren't anywhere near <laughs> my age. Our, our age. I'm with you there, pal. I'm I'm right up on. So you. I was I wasn't going to include you. No, in there. no. no gonna, you, the gray gives it away. The, the gray gives it away. I'm going to single about. myself out as the curmudgeon <laughs> and, the, uh, and the old fogey. But um, but that's what's cool. You know, we have resurgences and we have you know uh, nostalgia and things come back with a vengeance. Um, Look at what's happening with Kate Bush right now with Stranger Things. That's I true. mean, and that that would not happen 
that you know it was like oh if it were not for stranger things kate bush wouldn't be trending right now and i was like you're missing if it wasn't for the internet and social media kate bush wouldn't be trending right right now Stranger yeah. Things had nothing to do with it. Exactly. Uh, they were right by putting her awesome song in a soundtrack. Right. Uh, but, you know, and everybody's finding, you know, some great stuff. And, but boy, I'll tell you, Purple Rain. Hannah, you would have made a good choice. I would have shared it with you. We would have won the day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, I wish I didn't change my mind. <laughs> Speaking of, Eleanor, what did you pick? What soundtrack did so- you pick? So I was originally going to go with the Karate Kid soundtrack because, like, those songs are obviously amazing. But then so <laughs> I went with the, the 2007 movie Hairspray. Okay, I know it's like remake. a musical. Yeah. But honestly, those songs are so good. Like, I mean, Zac Efron, he's obviously Zac Efron. But, like, the songs <laughs> are just so good. Um, I absolutely love that movie. Um, so, yeah, that's the, that's the movie I went with. All right. Good, good. Good, um, good pick, good pick. Yeah. I would have gone Karate Kid's not <laughs> Eleanor and I got a Eleanor and I got a little uh, a side series here talking about Cobra Kai the series when it's out uh, season five when it drops we're gonna be starting it up again so uh, can't wait for that that was uh, that's that's have you seen Cobra Kai yet Andre at all no and there's a whole backstory okay great we'll get to that because <laughs> because <laughs> oh, no we shouldn't get no no, no. oh well maybe we will then maybe we i know because we're, we're also going to talk about uh uh the the chip and dale movie out here and, and why andre hasn't seen it and hasn't gotten uh disney plus yet because it's very controversial i guess because we're going to find out yeah. <laughs> you know hannah hannah what what soundtrack did you pick <laughs> well i wanted to that or that I'm going to surprise some people because last uh, episode I played some death metal. Oh yeah. But this time something very different because I I had to go with train spotting. Train spotting. Yeah. Good. It good. has the best. It has so many good songs. I was gripping my hair trying to decide which one I was gonna choose from. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um... And, Go An ahead. awesome movie. Uh, why did you uh, end up picking it? Other than it's just, you know, it's an awesome movie. Like, do you have any reasons? It's, I don't know. I have been listening listening to this soundtrack for a while now. Every day, I I wake up to it. Since I needed to find something for this episode, I just I got hooked. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I picked. And 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 it's gonna be a shock because you know the man's here. I picked the the Monster Squad soundtrack. Yeah, that's right, that's right. I did two songs by Michael Sambello in one show. Oh, it's gonna be awesome! I can't wait. <laughs> How long has it been since you've heard any of the tracks from the show, other than you know in the movie? You know when you watch it, like other like hearing the songs. Like I actually randomly heard "Rock Until You Drop" by Michael Sambello on the radio not too long ago. Yeah. What? Classic rock what? radio. Yes, sir. It was a wow. one-off. I don't know why it got played, but it played and I popped. I was huge. I was like, yes, I haven't heard this song wow. in forever because they usually only play Maniac. You know what I mean? That's the only Michael Zimbello yeah. song you ever hear on the radio. Yeah, that's that's kind of cool. Right? I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm, I'm totally okay with that. I, I thought it was a good thing. I was like, you know, that that's kind of cool because... You know, uh, not too long ago, also, a song from my other favorite movie, Revenge of the Nerds, actually got played on the radio. The Rubios, Revenge of the Nerds. 
I don't know if the DJ was just having an off day or whatever, but he, <laughs> he picked some good music, I guess. Uh, I like that song, and, and it's a weird one to be playing. That's on, not on an off music. day. That's an awesome Awesome day. day. Yes. Yeah, so I meant for, you know, like he was telling his, you know, rotation people to go F themselves because, you know, I've done that, and it's it's not a good thing. You get fined for that. You, they, they don't like Yes. That. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, no, those are, I don't know. I hear, um, you know, I hear Rock Until You Drop or the Monster Squad rap, you know, by that hardcore West Coast rapper, Michael Cimbello. That's right. Uh, you know, kind of about 90% of the time someone DMs me or posts up ones on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> how, 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 um, uh, uh, uh I guess, uh, grading is it to you? Do you still like listening to the songs or does, does it get kind of really like, mm, you know what, dude, don't, don't play that. I don't want to hear it. No, I can change actually, it. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. People, you know, people ask me that, you know, about the music or, you know, even more about the movie itself. And I, you know, I realized a long time ago that, um, it, yeah, I may hear it a thousand times this year or this month or get the same question uh, about it. But usually like if, you know, someone like, you know, I, I meet someone like Hannah at an event and she asked me a question and, you know, I've, you know, you may have had the same question five times. Right. Uh, it's, it's in a uh, day. In a day. In exactly. A day. <laughs> uh, it, it's the first time that Hannah's ever asked it. And so it's it's something, it's not just about you on your side of the, the table. It's, it's about the person asking the question and, and having this experience that they, you know, haven't had before. And, you know, like with the music, you know, people ask about it all the time or like you bring it, it's great, you know, because it made an impact. And at the very least you can do is say, look, I'm attached to something that made an impact on somebody and how many human beings get to say that. Uh, and then, you know, in the, in the long run of it, you know, do you get tired of it? I was like, look, I'll get tired of it when everybody else gets tired of it. Right. Because if they're getting jazzed about it, if they're getting energized or it makes their day that I'm in, you know, whatever proximity to them at the same taco stand, or, you know, they, you know, we get to meet or take a photo or at a convention and, you know, they have a poster that they've kept for, 35 years, um, you know, that they're getting signed. Um, that's a, that happens once for them. And, you know, and I realized a long time ago that that means a lot to people and uh, you, that shouldn't, that should, that should energize you instead of drain you. Right. Well, that's, I, that's a very good answer. And I yeah. <laughs> like that. Um, so that's uh, nice. on that, that's really sweet. I think we're going to get into this uh, music thing here and I'm going to uh, play said song by Michael Sembello. Uh, so I think we're going to do that right now. And, uh, let's see here. Let's see. Rocking. No, uh, do there. Wow. Okay. That's better. Feel free to talk over this, Andre. I'm so sorry. I almost blew your guys' ears out there. Oh, that's how it sounds in the theater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so feel free to, uh, you know, I found this video on YouTube. It's probably not the official video, but uh, no, there is no, there is no official, official video. video, right? <laughs> but uh, you know, it's interesting because it's obviously used in uh, the monster, right? You know, and of course. You gotta have a montage. If you have an 80s movie, you gotta have a montage. <laughs> of course. Yep. 
which the only better montage than stuff is when Team America did a montage and the yes. song you got to have a montage. Yes, great. it was so good. <laughs> which is also not a bad soundtrack to choose from. Yeah. Team America. <laughs> I have you know this. And, and this is you no know, point. Like this is a fan video that someone put together with a bunch of clips and stills from the film. And yeah, I mean, a lot of people do things like this for movies or TV shows, right. and it, because we can't, we have the technology. People have the time, you know, and they have the they want to do something and post it and share it. And you know, a lot of people never heard the song. Uh, it it kind of has a life of its own, right? And, and it grows and grows. It, I, I mean, it's about as corny as it gets but it's it's got the beat it's got the popping three chords it's I, got the yeah thing. i was about to say it's, it's quintessential 80s like poppy yes. cheese movie soundtrack music and I, I i like it um does it like now the, go, ahead, go ahead go ahead the only better the only better like michael sabella you know and then we have the rap like okay i'm just glad that, that one's get, coming like, late, late. Don't yeah didn't get like the mc hammer but uh I, like rock until you drop you always dream like other people singing the song on the soundtrack or like in concert right and i was like you know it'd be kind of rad if like billy idol had done this song for the movie or something that would have been kind of cool actually because you can hear you can kind of hear him with some that little i don't know i guess they completely had him i don't remember why he's part of it (laughs) (laughs) yeah because what it's it's weird michael zambella had like what two or three at least three songs on the soundtrack like major right he had wasn't there other artists though on it i think that it's it's the two and then like they had of course because it's an 86 87 80s movie right studios and producers say like oh we got to have a rap you know all those kids are doing the rap right and, um so let's get a rap and the rap the lyrics aren't that bad they right, really right. aren't uh, uh but you know michael sabello's no hip-hop artist yeah no he's definitely not He's, I'm so, I'm quite frankly surprised that they did not get Kenny Loggins to do the soundtrack because he was on every soundtrack in the 80s. And, and let me tell you, Kenny Loggins has some good soundtracks. Right. <laughs> okay, so, oh, here we go. That was Michael Cimbello, Rock Until You Drop. <laughs> and uh, we are going to take a little break here, and uh, we're going to come back, and uh, we are going to keep on this thing here. And we are back. With Mullen Friends Get Random. By the way, you can find us at uh, www.digitalzoneent.com. That is www.digitalzoneent.com. You can find Hannah and Eleanor all over the place. Links in the description when this thing drops. Now, we are continuing on with our show. And the show is today about soundtracks. And, uh, well, like I said, we're going to keep this going. So, Andre, song from Purple Rain, man. You picked the soundtrack. We got We got to do this. We got to. Uh, the first song you picked. I have a list here. Uh, which one do you want to play? Um. What you know? What since Hannah? What's, uh-huh. what's, what's, no, what's Hannah's no. favorite song on Purple no, Rain? I'm not gonna oh. tell you. Oh, oh no, it's she's... your choice. It's your <laughs> choice. All right. Well, oh. I've been going with. There is a. I'll go with an obscure one. Everybody. Like, honestly, the biggest singles off that soundtrack, they're fantastic. They're not my favorite songs, honestly, because they get played out. Like, right. Let's Go Crazy and When Doves Cry. And um, Look, I won my sixth grade talent contest by dressing up as friends and lip syncing uh, <laughs> When Doves Cry. And it was a very good, very good costume. Um, 
But if I'm, I think I'll. There you go. There you go. Yep, yep, I'll yep. go with. I'll go. I'll go with computer blue. Computer blue. Oh, All right. So that's a nice here one. we go. Prince, computer blue, and I'm gonna turn this volume down so we don't get our ears blown out. So here we go. <laughs> Prince, computer blue. All right. Shall we begin? Yes. All right. Spotify is weird. Some of the songs are low. Some of them are high. Some of them are. They gotta get their uh, their EQ in their. Uh, Set some auto gain here. So okay, I can I can tell Andre which what which one I would have picked first. Yes, go yes. for it. The Smiths house tune is now it's it's beautiful. That okay. would have been my choice. Okay. <laughs> but I didn't want to say anything before you had your pick. No, no, because I it's got you. yours. I got you. <laughs> um, the like my top three, but like you know. Marshall Ashley has, you know, obviously songs that I take out of that soundtrack. And look, when you're 10 or 11, or 11 years old and this, you know, this soundtrack comes out, you're learning a lot of things. But when this song starts, when Wendy and Lisa are talking, like, who are you? Like, what is happening? And there's a, there's a jacuzzi? Like, what is, you know, what? What is going on here? And, you know, it's, it's so Prince. It's, it's yeah. so... It's so sexy. It's so sexy. <laughs> um, and Darling Nikki's the other end of that spectrum. But this one's so interesting. But the Beautiful Ones was another choice on that one. It's just a, it's, these are just, I think, the three obscure songs Yeah. Uh, that, you know, most people won't pick. Except, I mean, Darling Nikki, everybody likes it because it's kind of, you know, it's kind of, it, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the Foo Fighters re-recorded it, so. Yeah, yeah, actually, I forgot they did that, actually. Eleanor, what are your uh, views on Prince? You listen to Prince much? I mean, I like a few of his songs I've heard of, um, but yeah, I mean, he's cool. So I love getting, uh, I love hanging out with Eleanor on here because she's she's literally so much younger, and I like trying to get her opinion <laughs> on these mu- like the, the old the older music and stuff like that. It's great hearing her. She goes. I've never heard of him. <laughs> and I'm like, that's that's awesome. Hold on, no. But what do you think of the song? Listen to the song and tell me what you think. Because it, no, it's it, cool. it comes like from it. like a fresh mindset. You know what I mean? You're not going off in nostalgia. Like, oh, I liked one or two songs of theirs back in the day. So now, as an adult, I'm like, oh no, they were great. No, like you play some of those old songs now to somebody who hasn't listened to them, and they're like, they'll give you an honest opinion on the song. Like, it's okay. Uh, and I'm like, what do you mean this is okay? This is phenomenal. And, and one of the things, you know, we're saying Prince has, you know, obviously great albums throughout. Uh, I think this is the tightest one that just made an impact totally, but also for me. But I mean, no, obviously, every famous guitarist, you know, the, the greatest line that, you know, a, a journalist asked Eric Clapton, everybody thinks he's a fabulous guitarist, and the journalist said, uh, Eric, you know, how does it how does it feel to be the world's greatest guitarist? And he said, I have, or the greatest guitar player. He said, uh, I don't know, you should ask Prince. <laughs> That's, there, there you go. And, and there's, a, there's a clip, it's some, you know, like, tribute thing where he comes out and owns, like, oh. six of it. It's so good. Dude, I seen that. Google that. It's like Tom Petty and Eric. Like, he just comes out and owns it. Yeah. And he he knows it. Yeah, he just comes. And it makes it look effortless. Like, he's just. No, it's ridiculous. But, Eleanor, if you've never seen. Have you seen this movie? No. Hannah, you've seen this movie. Oh, she's like, oh, yes. so, so Eleanor, <laughs> this is this is the uh, this is the assignment today because it's not it's dated, but it kind of transcends time. Yes. 
okay. because it's a it's a coming up story. It's a struggle story. It's you know uh, you know a kid, a struggling artist, wanting to make it big. You know, getting in a relationship. It's a you know a, you know a, a boy meets girl movie, but it, it really is this. Uh, it, it and it really has that super almost has that 90s American indie movie feel that we got so many of yeah. from 91 <laughs> to 99. Yeah. Uh, and it was made in 1983 right. because it was, okay. it, was ma- it was made locally. There's no actors in the movie. No. I There's mean, just phenomenal musicians and performers. Don't get me wrong. Okay, Morris Day was great. <laughs> Best thing about the movie. He yeah. is so good. I love Morris Day. <laughs> but what makes it what what makes it endearing is that it's not this slick, overproduced studio feature film that has arguably the world's best songs ever recorded. <laughs> but they're they're not this. They're the soundtrack of the movie. Right. But they're not in the background because they're playing these songs on stage. You know, as yeah, we, as we're, as, yeah. as, you know, as we're watching the story unfold, and what's great, like on the soundtrack, you know, they also have, uh, you know, with Apollonia, you know, they got, you know, uh, meeting in a meeting in the ladies' room. I'm like, they got some great yeah. songs on this yeah. on this movie. Yeah, Sheila E's um, on there too, isn't she? Uh, Sheila, Sheila E's on. Yeah. This is early Sheila E's yeah. days, and um, it. Everything tries to be purple rain after it. And yeah. It just—it's not because no one catches the the grit and the and what. It's—is it cheesy? No, no, it really isn't. <laughs> is he wearing a gigantic sequin purple trench coat? Yes, he is, yes. and it totally works. Oh yeah, right, wearing a frilly white cravat, riding a motorcycle it, <laughs> with the jerry curled up uh, pompadour looking hair, and yeah. Oh, oh he's, I've always wanted to just run my fingers through Prince's right? hair from that era. It is. <laughs> glorious it is absolutely glorious um and he really is just i mean he's he's there's look people say elvis was one of a kind people you know look elvis was a good-looking guy that could play a couple chords and sing in an awesome sexy voice prince there's no one there's it's it's insane and um I only know this, you know, the surface a little bit, you know, w- with Prince stuff. I just know what it did to me, you know, when I was a kid, because this was such a great era. And he was, a, he was, he stood apart. Yeah. You know, we had pop okay. radio top 40. That was great and corny. I, I was a big new wave fan. I loved all the, you know, the, the British invasion mm. of the eighties. Yes. Uh, and I was very lucky because I lived in LA and there was only two radio stations in America that played early eighties, mid eighties, new wave. Shit. And that was um, the uh, WLIR okay. in Long Island, which has a great documentary about it, by the way, and K-Rock in L.A. And I grew up with K-Rock, so okay. I got to hear the Smiths. I got to hear Depeche. I got to hear, you know, the Thompson Twins right. and all these amazing, you know, bands that came out that didn't get a lot of radio play. But I got to hear them. And then we had cool friends that were really cool that had the music. Nice, nice. Uh, you know, it was awesome. But Prince stand, stands alone, so we had to pick him. And computer and he, I mean, his band is part of the show. I mean, it's yeah. a spectacle. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 movie was definitely ahead of its time. Um, yeah, and, great. and Prince was an, an unbelievable talent. Unbelievable. Uh, I heard he was a little quirky behind the scenes, but... Uh, oh, well, all geniuses know, uh, are. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, from... A yeah. little you know. bit, but uh, yeah. I, it's... It is what it is. His music was phenomenal. I mean, if we held every artist accountable, then we would never listen to any music um, for anything. So, <laughs> and my my sister was so much in love with him. So, 
Well, she's nine you. years older than me, so she was at that age yeah. when this movie came out. My sister had yeah. some Prince posters on the wall too, so yes. it's uh, it, it is uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely a, a norm. We actually at her fourteenth uh, birthday, she's seven years older than me. Uh, the big thing was she had all of her friends over and they had a purple rain watch party. So <laughs> it was, it was the thing to do. Everybody was into mm-hmm. it. They played purple rain on repeat mm-hmm. over wow. and over mm-hmm. and got hammered while they were doing it. So <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, as you do, as you do, as you do, you know, as one does. So mm-hmm. Hannah, um, you know, we, we do this thing, guys. Uh, I mentioned a quiz to Andre uh, in, the, in the email here. And, uh, Eleanor, we did this last time uh, you were on. Mm-hmm. It's called Fact or Fake. So uh, we what we're going to do is Hannah and I, we have some facts and we have some fakes, okay? Uh-oh. You two are going to have to decide which fact is the fake. You know okay. what I'm saying? You get it? So, so Ele- Eleanor and I, Eleanor and you are the are the contestants Let's in do this, this game. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are we a team or are we? Nope. Competing? You are. You are competing, my friend. Uh-oh. So, oh no. So I might be you, toast. Yeah. yeah right. So <laughs> now we, uh, Hannah and I are each going to tell you three facts, one fake. Okay. You have to decide which one is the fake. All right. Okay. So and we're going to do this two times over each all right so i'm gonna do one set she's gonna do one vice versa okay we're gonna go back and forth so you Mm -hmm. guys are gonna get a total of uh four points so whoever gets the you know what i mean and if we go down to two on two there's gonna be a tiebreaker all right oh god (laughs) okay Okay, let's do this so this that's how we're gonna do it because some of these can be you know kind of iffy so hannah i'm gonna have you do the first round of three and Mm -hmm. one okay Okay. Uh, there are more Lego Lego minifigures than there are real people on Earth. Uh, the man with the world's deepest voice can make sounds that humans can't hear. Uh, eating turkey makes you sleepy because it contains lots of an amino acid called tryptophan <laughs> that makes one sleepy. And... Blue whales eat half a million calories in one mouthful. Okay. So, which one is fake? If you need her to repeat, one, two, three, or four. Just so only one of them is fake. One of them is <laughs> fake. Hmm. If you need her to repeat, just just say. Can the you word. repeat the first one, please? There are more Lego minifigures than they are people on earth. I think that's true. I don't know. Oh. I think I think I have I think I have my choice. Okay. All right. So. But Eleanor Eleanor gets to go first. Yeah. Oh there you <laughs> oh, go. Okay, there, you go. <laughs> there you go. I like the well played sir. Well played. <laughs> I'm not gonna change. True. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. 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 Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna go with the oh the the minifigures one. The Lego mm-hmm. minifigures one. Okay, so you think that mm-hmm. one's fake, think Andre? That's the one I would go to just with numbers as well. But I had an issue with the second one 
Because I know humans can't hear high frequency as much, but you said low. That's what I was thinking. But maybe there is a low frequency. So we, I don't know. But if there's 8 million Lego figures somewhere, we're in trouble. (laughs) I I, I need to be buying stock. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of Lego figures. so, (laughs) so, So Hannah, which one is the fake? The third one. Eating that turkey makes you sleepy. No, it's I don't sleep because proven. I trip the fan all the time. Yes, but <laughs> turkey, turkey, meat, really <laughs> turkey meat doesn't contain any more of it than chicken or beef does. In fact, <laughs> nuts and cheeses contain more tryptophan yeah. than turkey. The reason you are nodding off on the couch has more to do with the quantity of food you ate after. <laughs> right. So there are more we're, Lego we're just, minifigures yeah. yes, than people. My, yes. my, my friend Rizzo works at Legoland in Florida, and he can probably attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I always check my sources. Yes. I am the queen I, of facts. Hang on, I'm pulling up my app and buying Lego stuff <laughs> like, right, right now. <laughs> All right. Of course, so, I'm late. So, okay, so round two. Is, so we were wrong. You guys were both zero, we were zero. <laughs> even, even playing field right now. Round two. Okay. An organism with a disappearing butt exists. The smell of freshly cut grass is noted to be the grass screaming in distress. Being gassy is normal. Like totally normal every day, not a not a bad thing or you know something you needed to take medicine for all the time. Rain actually has a smell, and oh, cavemen actually lived in caves. Sorry, the other one. You, I'm gonna let you decide. Go ahead. Two of them are actually false, but you're you're gonna get it. Sorry. Go ahead. Two. Yeah, yeah, two. I'm giving you guys a, a, a bumper because I fucked up. So. <laughs> I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with the caveman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Are you sure? No, I'm going with the one about the organism. The, the organi- disappearing butt. The disappearing butt. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the disappearing butt one is true. What? <laughs> yes. Uh, scientists named this the comb jelly or the sea walnut. Uh, research has stated that there has been no documentation of a transient anus, not even under a microscope. So, <laughs> but no, I am shit at this game. Andre is right. <laughs> Cavemen did not live in caves. Uh, that is a misnomer. Uh, uh, they actually, to fully unpack this lie, uh, you got to define cavemen a cavemen. bit better. <laughs> there actually isn't such a thing. Uh, as the caveman, uh, it's an old-fashioned term people use referring to hunter-gatherers, early farmers of the Stone Age. Uh, yep. Caves were actually just used for, uh, during the Paleolithic era, as burial spots and, uh, you know, places to just basically just draw on the walls and cook and all that stuff, stay out of the rain, all that good stuff. Uh, they, they say uh, it's really not, um, it wouldn't have behooved them to live in caves, uh, seeing as how, you know, uh, tigers and all these other stuff that live in caves uh, uh, would come and uh, probably eat them uh, while they were sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and to tie it in with the Lego thing, I don't think there were enough caves to house all of the actual Right, exactly. Yep. Yep. Can I just, just say there. one? Eleanor, you have a thing with butts because <laughs> the last time uh, you went with um, Samsung tests. Uh, their phone with a uh, butt-shaped robot. Oh, and she's, right. she's right. She's <laughs> right. 
She has a thing with bots. I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, who doesn't? All right, so Andre. Tune in next week to Eleanor and the Butt Show. And the Butt Show. <laughs> Andre is one up. All right, Hannah, next round. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, Turkish, uh, tur- bleh, Turkeys can blush. <laughs> um, Tutankhamun's tomb is inscribed and engraved with a curse on those who disrupt it. This is hard today. <laughs> and that tiny pocket in jeans was designed to store pocket watches. Do I only have three in here? Yes, I do. Nope, my my mine's gonna be probably <laughs> three too, so don't worry about that. Okay, well, one of these is not true. <laughs> oh my gosh! Would you like any repeated? Can I have my answer, but I forgot the. Can first you repeat the one. second one? The first one was Turkey's blushing, oh, yeah, right? That's right. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yep. right. And Turkey. then the, the curse of the Tutankhamun's tomb. That's right. And, and then the, the pocket in jeans, yes. Okay, okay, I think I have an answer. All right. Eleanor, what's your answer? I I think the turkey's blushing one. Okay, and Andre? I'm gonna go with the pocket. Okay, Hannah? And you're both wrong. Ooh, we're still there. I know turkeys can blush. <laughs> They, they, sure. they have some pale skin on their head and neck yeah. that changes color yeah. and the flap of skin over their beaks yep. reddens wow. yep. and they are excited but of course so which one was the, uh so the the king tut curse is false yes yes it was I the media invention <laughs> of yeah i thought that could be true i thought now, why not well, that's only I think, because I think, the, Michael know, Bay invented that. I think there you go, Michael Bay. Definitely. Yes, but also, also, the story got more wind on wind under its wings when researchers once opened a sealed tomb, and all of them got really ill and died. Yes. Right. Because okay. the air in the tomb was been there so long that it has had now for a lot of dangerous. Dangerous gases. But Janus, I, I can't I can't speak today. But I thought oh. gas I thought gassy was okay according to Marshall. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's definitely right. Good point. Not mommy gas. Yes. Not mommy I'm, gas. I'm seeing so. a trend here. There's like a poultry trend, a gas trend, <laughs> there you go. and a butt a trend. trend. <laughs> <laughs> gas, that, are we go. gonna wrap all this up? Something for everyone. Like, <laughs> gas and turkey butts? Well, we'll find like, out. <laughs> <laughs> We'll find out. Andre is still one up. So let's do this. Okay. The Netherlands has to import criminals to fill up their jails. The father of computer science committed suicide. Or the Earth orbits around the sun. Which is fact, which is fake. Oh, I'm waiting for Eleanor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, oh my god. <laughs> um... Oh my god, I don't... I don't know. Don't worry, this one's kind of tricky, though, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm letting you know, this one's kind of tricky. This isn't a softball one. 
one about the Netherlands importing criminals. Okay. Andre? That was tricky. Repeat the third repeat the third one verbiage, please. The earth orbits around the sun. I'll go with the uh, computer science guy. Oh, you're both wrong. The Earth the orbits Earth. around the sun. Actually, the Earth does not orbit around the sun. Before you think from some kind of flat Earth nut, yeah, all good. right? No, no, yeah, yeah. I, I figured this was the trick. Yeah. Uh, Kathy Jordan, Cornell University, an astronomer. She explains technically. It actually stays in the same place. What is going on is that the Earth, Sun, and all the planets are orbiting around the center of mass of the solar system. She writes, the center of mass of our solar system is very close to the sun it's itself, the sun. but not exactly at the it's sun's center. Up. It's right. just and off. It We're not scientists. It, it, but it, that's, that. it, it changes to the alignment. Right. Yeah. See? So yeah. technicality, that's... it's. That, that, Right. Uh, Eleanor, Eleanor and I call bullshit. Okay, that. well, yeah, yeah. then I you did. still win either way, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andre Gower is the big winner of Factor Fake this week. Yay, round of applause. Awesome. <laughs> I'm sure he's excited. Very, very, he's going to go and tell everybody that he won. Everybody <laughs> the knows. Biggest Ryan Lambert's going to be jealous. So jealous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that he didn't have to come sure, on the show. I'm not sure Ryan Lambert has been jealous of anything. <laughs> except for been on the A-team. Maybe that. Oh, well, dude, I'm jealous of that. Like 100%. Because, you know, that was my favorite show growing up. <laughs> All right, let's get to this music thing again. Eleanor. Now, you picked a soundtrack. It's a good soundtrack, actually. It's a very good soundtrack. Um, it is from uh, the, the remake of Hairspray, um, starring John Travolta and Zac Efron. Um, which song would you like to hear off of that song? That's I went with Without Love. Without um, Love. I think it's quite a pivotal part in the movie. Um, it's when Link realizes, you know, he Tracy should be able to stand up for what is right, and I think that it's a it's a good part of the film. I like it. It's a really good song. All right, hold on one more second. Let me find that again. Uh, without love, here we go. Without love. All yeah. right, by Elijah Kelly, and uh, here we go. So uh, Andre, you've uh, yes. seen the original, I'm assuming, uh, with uh, you know uh, Divine and uh, Ricky yeah, Lake. Many, 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 many moons ago. Yes. Many, many moons. Um, have you seen this new one? I have not seen the new one. Okay, I was gonna get, I was gonna see, because you're, you're like me, and I would have had a comparison. Uh, I'm not the, the biggest fan of the remake, only because of the way it was shot. Like it was, like they took the Broadway show and they made it hairspray. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not like the, the original was more of a movie. You know what I mean? With musicals, you know, with musical numbers, really. Uh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I need to watch the original. Right. It's kind of like when TV put uh, did Grease, but they did the Broadway show Grease, and they put it on. You know what I mean? Live, and you wanted the and movie. You, and I wanted the movie. <laughs> I was like, I, I wanted the movie. You know, and and then because uh, I didn't get a good Grease too, so I kind of was like, maybe they could remake the original. Okay, but what did you think of and, Grease and, too? And Gre- Gre- Grease is a. Is there a Grease too? There's no Grease too. Yes, there is. It doesn't, it doesn't no, exist. No, no, no. Um, one of those. Michelle Pfeiffer tends to say so too. She's like, I don't remember that movie. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and Adrian Zemed's like, damn right. Was, yeah, right. I was, I was in it. Yeah, he was. He was uh, the big guy in that movie. He was, 
he was the Danny Zuko almost. <laughs> it, it launched his career straight into TJ Hooker. That's um, <laughs> which I was on too, so I can't. Oh <laughs> shit! That's right. That, that's in your, your IMDb. Adrian's uh, <laughs> event was great. Um, but no, it is great. I mean, but stuff coming from Broadway is always tough to do. Either. Right. Look, the songs are always good. The story's usually good. It's just how you adapt them. I thought yeah. the cast was fine. You know, real good. John Travolta as the mom was, you know, great. It's amazing. You really couldn't it's go wrong. Fantastic group of people. Yeah. Um, even Zac Efron, who, honestly, <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of, really, but he was good in the in this movie. And I don't know. I mean, how, how can you well, not he was just coming off Zac the back Efron? of, like, Actually, High School Musical. There. Well, that, I'm was. at that. It was perfect. Yeah, I'm, in I'm, Eleanor, were you a high school musical watcher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. When I was younger, yeah. There you go. There was, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I think the Broadway, uh, the Broadway ad- ad- adaptations are always. I don't want to say easy, but they're right there to knock them out of the park because the songs are usually good. Right, right. And I love musicals. Oh, like me people, too. Like I said, my favorite movies are musicals. And Purple Rain's a musical to me. Uh, Pitch Perfect, absolutely musical. Yes. Uh, Pure Country's a musical. Right. And um, Grease was on this list to do, but you know, I do, you know, uh, great songs in Grease. And um, uh, Sound of Music, great. You know, didn't see the play, loved the movie. Yeah. Great movie. Great Fantastic movie. movie. Great songs. Uh, and Guys and Dolls is my favorite musical. I grew up with all that uh, flower drum song and all them too, um, you know, uh, Rogers and Hammerstein stuff. Uh, yeah, but like hairspray, like we all know the divine, the John Waters. You know, it's just it's yeah. bonkers. Yeah, yeah. Anything with divine is bonkers. But, John right. <laughs> but or oh, you said anything with divine, not That's, anything John Waters. Well, John Waters, <laughs> yeah, no. John Waters usually, uh, if you say John Waters, uh, divine's yeah. usually up in there with him. So yeah, uh, and you know it's. Bonkers. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. yeah. Um, like Pink Lamingos But I think they did the, they took the hairspray thing and Eleanor made a good choice. Yeah. Uh, but even though it's the adaptation, it's very Broadway-ish with that performance, but what was going on in our media time, mm-hmm. like Eleanor, it was High School Musical, Glee, you know, all these things that were super popular right now about that kind of performing, you know, uh, you know, the the drama kids and the 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 theater arts kids. Right. And so they that I think that poked into that a little bit instead of remaking a John Waters. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I also think the movie the movie really like holds up to this day. Like it's a really important message as well. Like you could just watch it and the message about the racism and the way they tackle it is really important as well. Right. Um. So I think it's a really powerful film as well. Outside of the songs, <laughs> songs are great. Obviously. Oh, exactly. If, <laughs> yeah. you, if you took the songs out of the original too, it would have been a you know a, just as good of a movie. I think you know, and it, right. the message was there. Uh, you know, the the whole. Um, you know, uh, segregation thing in the, you know, uh, where they were, and it was so taboo to, you know, even dancing with a, you know, uh, a person of color back then, you know, that the, half the town would, you know, be up in arms and like want to be out there with pitchforks and, <laughs> you know, and uh, torches and stuff. But like they, and John Waters uh, tackled the original very well, and the Broadway was a very good ap- adaptation of it, honestly, I thought. But, and, then, and this movie was also a spot on adaptation of the, the Broadway. Show, which I, I thought the yeah, it, was great. So, but it, and like you said, I mean, it had a great cast. I right. mean, so it's a great, it's a you know, it's a great pick. Exactly. You know, it's not just about the soundtrack, but I mean, it it, it, it brings it around. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't really go wrong with that. Um, so we are gonna do uh, one more song here. Then we're gonna come back and we're gonna go to another break. 
quote unquote break, <laughs> and I'm gonna do this this whole thing again because, uh, and then this is the last time, and we're gonna keep going and we're gonna finish up the show. So, uh, uh, let's do this song, Hannah, Hannah, mm-hmm. Hannah. <laughs> which, I'm here. which song did you <laughs> want to, to play uh, first lust for life lust for iggy life pop. by iggy pop yeah. awesome all right mm-hmm. let's do this man iggy pop's one of my i, I used to love iggy pop back mm-hmm. in the day like he was crazy heroin chic we called it heroin chic <laughs> you can see <laughs> you can hear you can you can see like see his stomach just like it hurt like it, I don't know what it was weird mm-hmm. <laughs> coiled yeah. tightly yes. coiled tightly mm-hmm. coiled like a snake just all weird I don't know how he, he managed to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have I have a good friend that dated Nikki Pop what <laughs> really yeah, wow. she, she's, she's super cool I, I hope she's um, got some stories I'd love to hear those but you know I had like if you're picking trains obviously this this Everybody knows this moment in this movie because it's like their mantra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the mantra. That's, that's why I needed to pick, pick this yeah. one. Absolutely. I mean, kind of this whole movie is a montage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, but this is, I mean, you're is. running, it's crazy, it's, yeah. it's frenetic. And mm-hmm. there's very there's very few songs that fit right in there. Like, if you tried to replace it, it's a perfect choice. Mm-hmm. I tried to block this movie out of my mind for the, the main <laughs> scene. <laughs> The baby on the ceiling. Uh, yes. The, uh, uh, no, that was horrible. I, I, I don't know why that just particular part. The rest of the movie, I, I really didn't have much of a, you know, all reaction to. That part just, I was like, oh, no, no, I can't. I can't, I'm blocking it out. I don't want to watch this anymore. I don't want to watch it's it. It's an I can't awesome do it. movie. No, I know. I've watched it's it all the way through. It's just, I, that scene just always tends to, like, Nope, nope, I forgot that movie exists. Thank you. That, that, <laughs> I don't need to watch it again. <laughs> Watched it once, I'll listen to the soundtrack all day long. That's fine. <laughs> so Grease 2 and Train Spotting don't exist for you. Don't, don't <laughs> exist for me. Nope, nope. Them and, uh, yeah, basically that's that's about it. Just those two movies don't exist for me. <laughs> but what's interesting, I mean, I mean, his name's Pop, but for as gritty and I don't even know how you define Pop. It's almost trying to define, like, how do you define Meatloaf? Yeah, because it's not punk, um, you know what I mean, either. It's like... Yeah, I mean, Meatloaf, you could say he's kind of rock opera singing. He performed that, but like, Iggy Pop, like, what is Iggy Pop? Like, he's he's his own thing. You do not mess with him. Like, you don't mess with him. Yeah, I guess you kind of just put him under the performing arts genre. You know what I mean? But it, but it really is a catchy tune. It is. It's, he's very... It's sort of this feel, like, anybody could have almost made the song, but it comes better coming from Iggy Pop. And then you, you transpose this audio onto this movie. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, he's... It's open, it's, it fits, but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, i tell you the truth. I, I want to know where they, they ended up getting the idea for the soundtrack for this movie, because it wouldn't go with it if you just look at the movie without any music, like, not scored, you know, and, and then... Like, because I've seen movies where they've taken the soundtrack out of the background, like, just... And, and it's not the same situation like oh, yeah. the music definitely kind of makes the movie so yeah in certain nine times nine times out of ten yeah um, and that holds true for even for documentaries right right um, yeah. yeah score that's why score is so important people people discount it yeah. i can't remember if that's one of the ones in the oscars this year that they didn't tell about i don't I can't remember if that was one of the category people were pissed <laughs> you oh, know yeah. you got it i mean this is what makes you know costuming and, and score it's like 
Okay, take all the clothes off it, or put them all in burlap. Don't take the clothes off. <laughs> but you know, put everybody in burlap saps and you know burlap saps sacks and have them walking around saying this. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't work. I mean, these are important parts of, of making movies and, and giving us what we you know, see. Thing. This, this is definitely. Uh, this is actually one of the uh, songs by Iggy Pop that I I, I remember. Uh, that they play like all the time, even way like even before it got like bigger again for the Train Spotting soundtrack. Like it was on a constant rotation on uh, rock radio, classic rock radio. Um, but what's your other favorite? Uh, what's your other go-to Iggy Pop song, uh, Andre? Do you have one? He's like, I can't think of one offhand. I don't have a go. I mean, just just hit play. Just hit play. All of them. Just put it on. Just put it on. Yeah. It's Iggy Pop. Did you just like the play. Stooges better or just Iggy Pop? I, you know, I, probably Iggy Pop. I yeah. mean, that was. I wasn't. I wasn't in that age because even though we're older, but that was young. Like, I wasn't cool enough to be a Stooges. <laughs> that was I mean, my uncle's thing. Was, yeah, that I was, was not cool enough to be a Stooges. That was my uncle's thing back in the day. He was, he was into Stooges <laughs> and stuff like that. Big Ramones fan too. He was big, big, big into the Ramones. I didn't get cool with music that may not have been as bright until like probably like I said, like that new wave, uh, which everybody actually thinks was like super like poppy and corny. Right. And it wasn't. New wave was oh god, so good. Yeah. No. Uh, right. You know, and and people like to clown on you know the 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 most known new wave type stuff because they needed radio play and we had videos and it needed to be good looking and. You know, Duran Duran's got great fucking music. Yeah, they do. Uh, you know, also very good-looking dudes. That, that helps in the MTV helps. era. Iggy Pop didn't get a lot of play in MTV. No, 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 he didn't. Uh, but he should have. Yes, should've. yes. Um, you know, but that that was sort of I I I got cool because I had K Rock as a kid, uh, and I got to hear that music too. So I mean, look, we had Iggy Pop, we had Stooges on there as well, right? So and the Ramones. Um, and it was, you know, I thought I was really cool when I thought I was a Depeche Mode fan. Right, right. And I was like, I'm, I'm into some music that, you know, not everybody, you know, yeah. it's not. <laughs> it's kind of dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, it's, it's a little moody. And yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's still good music. Though. It Boy, Depeche, the greatest hits, the singles is a great album. I love greatest hits. No, dude, I love it. <laughs> All right. So we're going to take one little break here again. We're going to come back and we're going to do this upright and finish up. town of sunny San Rafael lived a girl named Perla Sweetcake. You probably knew her well. She'd been stoned 15 of her 18 years and the story was widely told that she could smoke them faster than anyone could roll. Her legend finally reached New York, that Grove Street walk-up flat, where dwelt the Calistoga kid, a beatnik from the past. With long brown lightning fingers, he takes a cultured toke and says, Hell, I can roll a faster gym than any bitch can smoke. So a note gets sent to San Rafael for the championship of the world. The kid demands a smoke off. We'll bring him on, says Pearl. I'll grind his fingers off his hands. He'll roll until he drops. Says Calistoga, I'll smoke that bitch till she blows up and pops. 
So they ran out Yankee Stadium, and the word is quickly spread. Come on, come all, who walk or crawl, price just two lids ahead. <laughs> and from every town and hamlet, over land and sea they speed. The world's greatest dopers with the world's greatest weed. Hashish is from Morocco, and smokers from Peru. And the Shamniks from Bagoon, who smoke the deadly Pugaru. And those who call it light of life, and those that call it boo. <laughs> See the dealers and their ladies wearing turquoise lace and leather. See the narcos and the closet smokers puffing all together. <laughs> From the teenies who smoke legal, <laughs> to the ones who've done some time. To the old man who smoked reefer, <laughs> back before it was a crime. And the grand old house that Ruth built is filled with the smoking cries of 50,000 screaming heads all stoned out of their minds. And they play the national anthem and the crowd lets out a roar as the spotlight hits the kid and Pearl ready for their smoking war. At a table piled up high with grass as high as a mountain peak, just tops and buds of the rarest flowers, not one stem, branch, or seed. Maui, Wowie, Panama Red, and Acapulco Gold. Keith from East Afghanistan and uh, rare Alaskan gold. Sticks from Thailand, ganja from the islands, and Bangkok's blooming best. And some of that wet imported shit that capsized off Key West. <laughs> Oax and tops, and Kenya Bang, and Riviera flowers, and that rare Manhattan silver that grows down in the New York sewers. And there's bubbling ice cold lemonade and sweet grapes by the bunches. And there's Hershey bars and Oreos, case uh, anybody gets the munchies. And the Calistoga kid, he sneers and pearly just sits and grins. As the drums roll low and the crowd yells go and the world's first smoke-off begins. Kid flicks his magic fingers once and zap that first joint's rolled. Pearl takes one drag with her mighty lungs and whoosh, that roach is cold. Then the kid, he rolls his super bomb that'd paralyze a moose. And Pearly takes one super hit and slurp, that bomb's diffused. <laughs> then he rolls three in just ten seconds and she smokes him up in nine. And everybody sits back and says, <laughs> this might just take some time. See the blur of flying fingers, see the red coal burning bright. As the night turns into morning and the morning fades into night. And the autumn turns to summer, and a whole damn year is gone. But the two still sit on that roach-filled stage, smoking and rolling on. With trembling hands, he rolls his J's with fingers blue and stiff. She coughs and stares with bloodshot gaze and puffs through blistered lips. And as she reaches out her hand for another stick of gold, the kitty gasps, God damn it, bitch! <coughs> There's nothing left to roll! Nothing left to roll, screams Pearl. Is this some kind of twisted joke? I didn't come here to fuck around, man. I came here to smoke. And she reaches across the table and grabs his bonus sleeves. And she crumbles his body between her hands like dried and brittle leaves. Flicking out his teeth and bones like useless stems and seeds. And then she rolls him in a zigzag and, uh... Lights him like a roach. And the fastest man with the fastest hands goes up in a puff of smoke. In the 
laid-back California town of sunny San Rafael, there's a girl named Pearly Sweetcake. You probably knew her well. She's been stoned 21 over 24 years, and the story's widely told. How she can smoke them faster than anyone can roll. While off in New York City, on a street that has no name, there's the hands of the Calistoga Kid in the Viper Hall of Fame. And underneath his fingers, there's a little golden scroll that says, beware of being the roller when there's nothing left to roll. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, uh, I'm back here again with our special guest, Andre Gower of said Monster Squad and 80s fame. I'm just going to say 80s fame because he was all over the place in the 80s. Uh, I, I can't. We'll be here all day if I list everything he was ever in. Okay? <laughs> that's that's how we're going to be. Let's do we're it. Gonna, let's do it. And let's like, do it. That's great. We'll be here all day. <laughs> so, welcome back with Hannah and Eleanor. <laughs> we are talking about soundtracks from movies. And uh, I think I'm going to keep this uh, movie train going here. And uh, we are going to go to another song from Purple Rain. Andre. Uh, yes. We are going to go to another song. Is it Darling okay. Nikki or The Beautiful Ones? You know, we we could do The Bird. Okay. Um, you know, we could do, we could do a Morris Day song. We could it technical, but it's not you know it's not on the official like album title. Well, your, I'm all about breaking uh, the rules, mon frere. So if you want to, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you could do that. We can play Morris Day. And, and, let's do let's do more. Let's do Morris Day. Let's, let's, let's go Day. outside the box since we did since you mentioned it. All right. So he, he is re- he is really good in this movie. Yes. Uh, which song and did Jero- you want? Uh, let's do. Uh, uh, oh, I mean we. We could do. Uh, I mean, Jungle Love's in the movie. We could, yeah, we could do Jungle. Yeah, we have to. We have to do. Jungle. We have to Jungle Love. All right. Yeah. All right. So uh, they have here a live version, and that's the one we're gonna play. So let's do this. Jungle oh. Love, Morris Day in the Time. And everybody's got a band. Yes. <laughs> also featured in the uh, Jay and Silent Bob uh, Strike Back soundtrack, by the way. Yes. <laughs> I like uh, it. I love me some Morris Day in the Time, man. Jerome Eleanor, is... you, you've got to watch this movie. Oh, God, yes. yes. <laughs> I will, honestly, I yes, will. Yes, I do. Yes. Purple Rain is a bucket list movie. Um, just letting you know. So. Oh. oh, there's a little dance to the day. There's a little slide. Oh, yeah. Little you gotta, slide, yeah. You know? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Jerome, Eleanor Morris Day performs with his right-hand man, Jerome, while Jerome holds a mirror so Morris Day can watch himself. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. And they do wow. that, they do that whole uh, James Brown thing with the cape too sometimes and he puts it on oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so good. The stage show for Morris Day in the Time is so good. You, you, oh. You, like uh, I was more of a fan of Morris Day than I was of Prince back in the day, quite frankly. Oh, Morris Day was the He's so good. He is, dude. dude. He's so crazy. Like, so over the top. But it's a, it's all about performing. And yes. if they chose to do that, then Eleanor, you may or may not know it. I'm sure I don't know, but you know, these are all like I said, it has that indie movie feel because it was made in Minneapolis. Like they're all from Minneapolis. Yep. Oh. And and yeah. they're all, you know, 
it's like it's like a hometown movie. Right. <laughs> and you you never want like ever wanted to be from Minneapolis except for when you watch Purple Rain because you're like, <laughs> could I have gone to the Taste and watched these? You know, that was the video. It's like, or you know, First Avenue like this, and that's a real venue. It's, a, it's they closed down now, but it's amazing. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so good these guys i'm sorry the, the, the time I, I, I can listen to them all day all day <laughs> I, I do have do a it. gift of them when they're doing the bird yeah when yeah it actually cuts when it cuts to the audience and the guys are up in the balcony just the audience doing the, doing the bird <laughs> I, I have it on my phone and i just send that as like an answer to text something <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> oh, so good <laughs> But all these, all these groups and these musicians, they all came up and played together and like jammed and like then they became artists and you know they Prince supported more of stay. I mean, it's just yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's really it's it's just a good story. You definitely gotta watch this movie, Eleanor. It's, I will. It's a I promise. Dark. I will. Like yeah, it's a little the, the family life. The family life is a little dark, but that's yeah. where he, you know it's you know. I can't remember if there's much nudity in it. Tell you the truth. There, there's one. There's a. There is. There is a. Just a, a bit. Just so when your brother's when around, just don't comes. watch it when your brother's around. That's all. <laughs> That's nice. Wait, how young are you? I'm, I'm, I'm 18. Oh, She's still a baby. <laughs> yes, the baby still, but it's fine. There, is, there is some uh, t- uh, one uh, t- Apollonia yes. when she jumps in the lake. Yes, but. But it's not Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> <It's a great laughs> that, that, that joke will make sense when you see this. Yes, yes, it will. <laughs> All right, speaking about movies, uh, Eleanor and I have uh, recently watched a uh, little film on the Disney Plus, uh, and I'm told Andre that, uh, you know, I was going to bring this up because uh, when I mentioned the movie to him, he had said, no, I did not see it. I thought he was, and he, and he said, uh, uh, I believe his uh, his quote was well, uh, when I when I said about Disney Plus too. I was like, it's on the Disney Plus, and he goes, uh, what, what what exactly was your your your? Uh, I said no, I actually haven't seen it uh, as I don't have D Plus. Uh, lame. Right, and then I thought I he was saying lame. the movie was lame, but I didn't I didn't get the part where he said he didn't have D Plus. I was like, no. oh well, I would normally you know agree with you that a Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie might be lame, <laughs> but no no. This movie, I, no, no. <laughs> no. The, the lame, the lame part, and I had to make sure I, I clarified yes, it. Is, yes, the lame part is that I don't have Disney Plus. <laughs> it, it is she a handy, it. it is a handy uh, little app to have. Uh, uh, honestly, um, it, it's next. Like I said, this yeah. year has been a weird year, and and I actually at the very beginning I said, you know what, I think they're going to make more than one Star Wars show. Oh yeah, There's so I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait a little bit. Made it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch them all together. Yeah, so and uh, so Chippendales Rescue Rangers. I'm sure you're familiar, as you are an '80s uh, uh, kid, uh, as I was. Uh, had a uh, um, a little bit of a, a resurgence lately. Uh, so they Disney Plus decided to make a movie, and uh, it's not what you would think <laughs> a Chippendales Rescue Rangers movie would be. Uh, I the closest thing I consider it to uh, liken it to would be a. Who Framed Roger Rabbit sequel? All right. Uh, not to mention Roger Rabbit's in the movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, oh, cool. yes. Uh, yeah. 
So, anyway, the gist of the movie is, you know how, how some Hollywood actors uh, get the plastic surgery and try to keep hip and, you know, you know, and I mean, like, older actors are always, uh, you see the botched surgeries all the time, right? You know, with the older actors, the like old Hollywood. But uh, in this case, Chip decides to uh, stay the way they've always looked animated, but Dale goes and gets the CGI surgery, they're calling it. <laughs> Okay, so yes, so um, like the CGI surgery. Yes, the CGI (laughs) surgery. So now you got Chip, who's animated the way they always were, you know, in Rescue Rangers, and Dale, CGI Alvin and the Chipmunks looking. I was about to say he looks like like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Right. Um. So now the whole gist of this uh, story is um that they're trying to get a Rescue Rangers reunion uh to to happen. Okay, like uh. And and Chip is, you know, basically he's upset with Dale because Dale wanted to go off on his own, right? Like, on a, and do, uh, what, what was it, a detective series? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, just something by himself. <laughs> yeah, okay. something by himself. And uh, so they, they ended up breaking up the Rescue Ranger show. It got canceled, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, so it takes place years later. They're trying to, uh, the, a reboot is trying to happen. Um, and... The, the what I got out of it was uh, every Disney uh, afternoon character is just messed up in the head. Like that, that's all I. They're they're all whack. Like it, it uh, the main villain. Like I, I can't even ma- remember what the uh, the 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 conflict was though. Like that that. Do you remember Eleanor? Their their friend whose name I can't remember got like kidnapped or something. Oh um and- um. Uh, uh, Monterey Jack got kidnapped. Did, no, not Mon- yeah. yeah. Originally, Monterey Jack yeah, got yeah, kidnapped, yeah. and they were trying to like save him. And they weren't. They were like kind of got the police involved, but like the woman that was part of them, they weren't sure of who she was, if she was like on their side or not. And when they thought she wasn't, I was like, oh, I knew it. And then she actually was on their yeah, side yeah. the whole time. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, there was like a twist. Kind of, like- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it kind of. Re- I had never seen the original Chip and Dale stuff before that movie, and so I, oh. I didn't. There were obviously reference stuff that I didn't understand, but it kind of reminds me of you know when the Muppets movie came out. I think it was like 2011. It was like a kind of resurgence almost of the Muppets stuff. Mm-hmm. It kind of gave me those vibes of like right. everything coming back so much later. Um, but it was a sweet movie. I liked it. And I liked all the cameos. Yeah. Um. Uh, the the gist of it, the main villain was Peter Pan. Okay. Yeah. Turns out Peter Pan is the main villain of this, and he's a fat, out of shape dude with gold chain, like, and he talks like an old Italian mobster. Yeah. It is, and he didn't get a sequel. Didn't get a sequel. <laughs> so and he was pissed. Yeah, he was pissed, and that's what set off the whole thing. Like it's yeah. And by the end of it, you know, they get back together. They have their rescue rangers resurgence, and uh, so. This movie will ruin my childhood in every Probably. way. Right? It sounds Probably. like it, Hannah. You are spot on. Yes. Spot on. And uh, the reason I say it could be a Roger Rabbit sequel is because there's ties to Roger Rabbit in the movie. Like, there's the dip is spotted in the background of one of the scenes, and they, they, they kind of mention it, and that's how you can kill a tune. You know what I mean? Like, that way. Um, there's uh, uh, Roger Rabbit, of course, is in it um, in, like, a throwaway scene but he's in it for like a whole maybe five seconds you know what i mean like uh and then um like they make reference to toontown they make you know all that stuff and like it legit is filmed in a way where it could be the the sequel to roger rabbit so if you if you do get a chance to see it if oh, no. you like now roger i'm getting rabbit, i'm getting disney plus just to see the chippendale just to, just to get it just to watch it 
I not thought... for the not for the Mandalorian. No, you know, no, Star like... Wars is passe. <laughs> Who wants to see Star Wars anymore? No, you know, skipping down the Well, I'll tell you what I do want to see, just from your collective uh review of the Chippendale reboot, <laughs> that it's sort of it's, off. It's, it's sort of it's it's a little subversive. Yes, it's a little subverts subversive. <laughs> Dude, to Disney, that Disney allowed that to happen. Right. I have I haven't seen this movie yet, Disney, but I am calling you out to have the balls to do this with a Star Wars story. Oh, that would be so good. That would be because so you good. you did, and then you you backtracked from it. Right. And we ended up with Rogue One, which is the most Star Wars movie of any Star Wars movie. Right. But you you cheaped, you you wussed out and cut out. I know there's some stuff missing. Yeah. There's some stuff missing in Rogue One that, that should be in there. I want you to go Chippendale reboot on Star Wars. I'm waiting for another <laughs> that's Ewok That's the bond I need to make. Another Ewoks battle for Endor. There you go, Star Wars. Look it yep, up. Mark, this is this is where you and I part ways. <laughs> you are you want Ewoks? No, oh. no, 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 no. Well, maybe yes. Yes, I, I kind of might actually tell you the truth. That, that's where that's the animated series was phenomenal. Uh, that's all I'm saying. The animated Ewok series and right. droids and droids. I got him. Right. That, remember that was a whole separate. But droids? the problem is the Ewoks never should have. No, they should have ever been seen. They're 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 <laughs> like the Jar Jar Binks of my generation of Star Wars. That's they shouldn't have been in the movie. At no the, point unless Jar Jar so was, unless Jar Jar was going to turn out to be a freaking Sith a, Lord a like Sith I Lord. wanted him to be. <laughs> that was some deep shit fan. I wanted it, dude. I wanted, I wanted Darth Jar Jar, man. I wanted it. Lisa going to slice you now. You know what would have been better? I would have, I don't mention Ewoks or Jar Jar Binks, but it would have been better than the robot Sith Lord. The yeah. Way the guy, the, oh. Look like a spider or whatever. Those, would, but those movies Grievous, don't exist. General so Grievous. Like, was, yeah, yeah whatever. I, I forgot. Uh, but yeah, so Chip. What's your feelings on the Star like Wars holiday special, Dale. sir? <laughs> Canon or not? Like we, yeah, this is. Uh, well, can they? They had all of the story. Now we're on Star Wars. Yeah, it's, there you like, go. We should have. We should have went there. That's a whole other show. I'm sorry. We can, we can spend another. Uh, but they had all the stories in the books, and they didn't do it. They didn't do it. They they they, they, they said that. Oh, they said the 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 book universe isn't canon. No, the extended universe. Now they're stealing the stories again, though. They are. They're starting to steal parts of the stories. They had so many good characters yeah. and things you could have gone with. And they just decided, you know what? We don't know what we're doing. Let's just hodgepodge this. Right. And just doesn't matter. Just throw it all together. <laughs> sell baby. We're Disney. That's right. We're Disney. We're we're gonna sell soap dispensers anyway. Right. It doesn't matter. We're here to sell them baby Yoda plushes. That's what we're this doing. Is, this is right. <laughs> all and right. Boy, if they hadn't come up with that, they would have oh tanked God. it. They would have tanked. Right. He's also very cute. Uh, Grogu is very cute. Yes, he is. Hence the Ewoks. Hence the Ewoks. It should have been the Wookiee planet battle. That's, that's, that's very true. How many six foot tall people can they throw in a furry suit? It's supposed to be. So now, if you're going to have the Ewok, this is my only piece that we'll get off. If you're going to go back from your original story, Mr. Lucas, and put in fuzzy creatures that you can sell toys for, great. The problem is to make your world realistic that these are the baddest ass, you know, mindless killers in the galaxy that slaughtered Jawas and Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Only four or five Ewoks survived that battle. That's it. That's it. They all die. 
Instead, one dies. It's just it's comical and it ruins the entire thing. Right. Uh, so, but George never didn't call me. Yeah. With with that. Anyway, okay. Anyway, next. Anyway, all right. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do one more song here, and then we're gonna call it a day, okay? Because I've held these people long enough. <laughs> so uh, I think uh, let's see. We are gonna go with a uh, another Eleanor song how's that uh, how, let's pick another eleanor yeah. song yeah why not off of that 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 soundtrack of of uh you know uh, uh hairspray let's let's yep. do that let me let me get back on the uh the old playlist here here we go okay what's what song would you like to hear um i can hear the bells i can hear the bells all right by nikki blonsky let's do this all right so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> now, my uh, my oldest daughter is in the theater in high school. They just did uh, Lame Miz not long ago, and yeah, wow. it's very very good. You know, for a high school production, very good for any production, really. Honestly, that that's a hard one to do. Um, but they were, there's word that they're actually might be doing hairspray this year. So oh, wow. I'm kind of actually looking forward to that. My youngest daughter, the middle school, they're doing Annie this year. So I'm also oh, wow. excited about that. That was one of my favorites as a little, little, little oh, kid. Oh, so good. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of had a, a, a little crush on the girl who played Annie uh, with the red hair for a while. I don't know why. It was a wig, of course, obviously. Have you seen the new version of Oh, which one? The, There's oh my, like it came out a few years oh, ago. the one with Jamie Fox. Yeah, yeah, that was actually that wasn't bad. I love that one. That that really wasn't bad. Again, um, nostalgic, you know. But it, it's the Carol Burnett is uh, uh, you know, Miss Hannigan is has always been my favorite. She you can't beat Carol Burnett uh, in, in, in any role whatsoever. She, at anything, anything <laughs> at all. <laughs> And she I just, saw them the other way around. And Tim I Curry. Saw the newer one first, and then the older one. Too. Yeah, and that's a, that's a lesser known Tim Curry movie too. So the original Annie. So people are like, oh, that's right, he wasn't. Like, yeah, him and um, oh god, what was the the, the girl that uh, the, that his girlfriend there? What the hell was her name now? She's very. I'm gonna have to look that up. It's gonna eat me up all night now. <laughs> can't, can't remember her name. Oh. Yeah, this is definitely uh, musical. So like, you can tell it's a it's a musical. Like, yeah, her voice uh, inflections and stuff. The way she's singing the song too is like, like she's looking at the audience, like getting all like just smiling. <laughs> when I first and... watched this movie, this was the song that like, grabbed me. I was like, oh, that song's so good. <laughs> it's uh, Bernadette Peters. Bernadette Peters. Yes, thank you. I, I saw your eyes glazed and I was like, maybe he's looking that up. I, gotta say that. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I thought it was, and I wanted to check. <laughs> yeah. No, she, and she was in, yeah. oh, such a good cast in that movie, too. Uh, Punjab, who's my favorite? This is almost a Disney Yes, song. like a princess song. Like, I can see, yes. I can, is this a princess song? I can, I can yeah, almost see, is. like, uh, Belle he's or somebody speaking in there. Yeah, this is definitely a uh, uh, a Disney love song. Like you can tell, mm-hmm. High School Musical. It's Disney anyway, so yeah. It's, <laughs> there you go. 
and and in second. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> yes. Can't, can't, can't I mean, oh. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't life be so much easier if you could just stand there and be Zach Efron? Right? You're like, I'm Zach Efron. <laughs> They're like, yes, yes, you are. Yes. What do you I, want? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, sir. There are no more tables. Oh, you know what? We just built a table for you. Like, <laughs> you had no reservations? No problem. We just kicked out that nun in the group of uh, orphans over there for Zach Efron right. to have a table. It's fine. Right. Like the manager comes out. It's like, Francois, what are you doing? Because all major D's are Francois. Yes, all. He's like, He's like, sir, he showed me his abs. Like, I had to build it. I had to kick out the nun. I had to do it. <laughs> Sir, did you not hear he's Zach Efron? That's, that's just. That is, I, I, I'm only going to be mad if Zach Efron pulls like a John Stamos or a, uh, you know, a uh, Rob uh, Rob Lowe and never eat, like just gets better. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I was worried about Leo DiCaprio there for a while, but he uh, quelled my. Uh, oh, I, I was never worried about that. Yeah, I was like, uh, oh, he's. But- after Titanic, he was like, Ooh. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you who also is in that club that no one um, of dudes that just get better looking <laughs> annoyingly as they get older uh, is uh, uh, James Marsden. Yeah. James yeah. Marsden. Oh, yeah. yeah, the X-Men but, uh, guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, who's also in. A di- yeah. That's right. <laughs> He's also yeah. in Hairspray. Yeah. And, He's uh, good in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he was in that um, Enchanted, right? The movie Enchanted where he was. Uh, of course he is because yeah, he yeah, he's, he's a Disney he's prince. A Disney prince. Like, so it fit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this has been our show on, uh, you know, soundtracks and stuff. And uh, I would really like to thank Mr. Andre Gower, uh, you know, for coming back on the show. And I really do want to have you back on again. And we love having you and just bullshitting more shows like this. Just talking and then that's, having fun man and then that's what i do best that's, folks that's so good that's, that's, that's what fun. i do best. he's like i just it was so nice to meet you yes <laughs> eleanor uh, and i want i want to hear eleanor i want you to send me your review of purple rain yes <laughs> i know exactly there you go, I definitely will. There you go. <laughs> speaking of reviews hannah has uh wrestling reviews all up on her youtube channel uh she talks about wc or wwe yeah, AEW and uh, uh, everything going on really in professional wrestling. So, once you go over there, uh, Eleanor Wrestling, find her, check all her stuff out, subscribe, like all that good stuff. Hannah has her own podcast in Finnish. She has mm-hmm. a whole bunch of other stuff that she does, and she has a link tree that will be in the description. So, I would like you to click on that and, uh, you know, brush up on your Finnish first because a lot of it is in Finnish. So, Go ahead and, uh, you know, you got to check that out. I'm learning. I'm learning. Slowly but surely, mm-hmm. her and I will be able to have a one-minute conversation in, in finish at some point. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thank you guys for Andre, Eleanor, and Hannah. Thank you so, so much for hanging out thank with me today. Thank you for having us. Um, this has thank been Mole and Friends Get Random, and we will see you guys soon. Recording, Recording. Random before the show. The show. We are we are truly uh, 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 an international show. Uh, Eleanor is from England, and uh, we're waiting on Hannah from Finland. So, <laughs> and nice usually, to meet you. Usually, Andre is in California, uh, ish, <laughs> East Coast, and now he's uh, yeah. East yeah, Coast. Yeah, now I'm on the East Coast. Yeah, uh, my my neck of the woods. Uh, so it, it's it's kind of weird. Like I'm not I'm not used to doing this. Zane, uh, my, my my partner Zane uh, used to be here, and uh, he he decided to step back. And uh, take care of some stuff, you know, at home, blah, blah, blah. He didn't really have time to focus sure. on a bunch of stuff. So he will be back in every now and then. It's just he didn't he did not leave fully. He just uh, decided to take some time. Uh, sure. Now, Eleanor, what part of the UK are you in? 
Um, it's a county called Hertfordshire. It's like the south southeast. Southeast. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. I haven't been south. I've been London a handful of times, <laughs> uh, and then I've been to Manchester. A oh, okay. Times, and I've been to Sheffield. Uh, and uh, I don't know which of those is the highlight. Uh, they were both. They were both. They were both awesome. I mean, that's, I, wasn't, I wasn't digging on either of them. I'm just trying not to compare. But um, and then because uh, uh, I was there with Ryan Lambert for a big convention in Manchester in October. Okay. And we ended up uh, finagling, or we kindly asked for an extra night. And uh, we took the train over to Liverpool. Okay. Because Ryan's a big Paul McCartney fan and a Beatles fan. So we did like, we, we, we were the very cheesy American tourists. And did, <laughs> uh, we did the uh, bus tour, the Beatles yep. bus tour, <laughs> which was actually really cool. Oh, cool. Uh, because during this convention, a guy came up to us, big fan. We signed some posters and took a photo. And uh, we mentioned that we were going to Liverpool the next day. And he was like, wait, are you taking the, you're doing the Beatles tour? And I was like, yes. He's like, I used to work for those guys. Let me call them. Oh my and gosh. So he totally hooked that up and like set it off. And so we like got on the bus and these guys were really cool. And they let, um, as we were doing the tour, it's like a two hour thing. It's like two hours on the dot. Yep. It's just long enough. It's fine. You get to see the spots. It's very interesting. And you actually drive down Penny Lane. Oh, wow. And, but the bus doesn't stop. Like it, it stops. So you can take a photo of the sign that says Penny Lane, like out the window. But we just, we actually stopped. So everybody could take that photo out the bus. Mm-hmm. And then the guy, the guy told Ronnie, he goes, hey, he goes, I'll wait, right? He goes, the spot that you were talking about when McCartney signed, like this other street sign is halfway down the street, run down there. And so Ryan got off the bus and ran down there. Oh, nice. Because he had mentioned it earlier. Yeah. He goes, yeah, we don't stop right there, but you can, I'll stop the bus and you can run out. And, 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 wow. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. That's so cool. I have a great, like Ryan walking down the sidewalk. I oh. videoed it. And so it's just Ryan Lambert, like in a beanie hat, his jacket, <laughs> kind of being cool. Ryan, like walking towards me. And then like someone across the way in a balcony, like shouted out to him and Ryan waved to him. But I recorded this and it was, it's the coolest little video. Right. Oh, that's awesome. I got to see that. And wow. then on his, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, it was fun. And I totally screwed it up because I don't know what I'm doing on Instagram. And, but on his birthday, a couple months ago, I made, I used a little filter. It's like the old grainy film footage and it like cramps it down and you can add music. And so I added Penny Lane to oh, Ryan that's... walking down the street wow. on Penny Lane. The problem is no one knows he's fucking on Penny Lane. <laughs> so i needed i needed to end the video of him like crossing in front of the street sign and then hold the camera but i didn't because we were down the street a little bit i I totally i totally i totally mucked that up later but then when i made when i made the instagram post uh i didn't save the audio because and i posted it as a story instead of a post and i totally so it disappeared oh no you can totally make it again i'm just lazy but um (laughs) 